I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one yet. It's on my Netflix. But I haven't seen that one yet. All right, it's uh it's I haven't seen that. Yeah. And we have as usual me, Whitney, and then we have Mark, and this week we have EK Weaver. Hello. Who I have actually known for years. Possibly it's it's possible that we met once. It I think we may have <laughs> passed like uh like young teenage ships in the night because we like we, okay, so we met online in like uh, 2002 or something something like that in the in the, the heyday you know in in the in the good old days of live journal right and uh but then years later discovered that we both went to the same camp for delicate young writers young poetic souls yes okay. the young- i thought you said delegate like like it was a delegation <laughs> and at first i was like oh so like political writing and then no indoor <laughs> kids is what or or mean. delegate writers as in, like a like a calv- cavalry congress. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, whenever whenever I talk about my my writing camp, I always I always feel it. I've I've had a lot of times people going like horses, and I'm like, no, writing, right? Not writing camp. Writing. Most of what I wrote was horse related. Yes. Well, but... well, yeah. I mean, wait, was it governor's school? Did you guys do governor's school for the arts? No, no, this was, this was, it was the Young Fugitives Writers Program, which was- Why did, they, why did they call it that anyway? Yeah. Why did they call it that? Was that some sort of like Faulknerian- Because we're all felons? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was- Actually, it was... I could be considered a felon. One of my, um, one of, or a, I guess, one of my, uh, one of my stronger memories of that camp was being locked out of one of the centers where we were about to have a session and I knocked on the window and it completely shattered. <laughs> And I had to pay like 400 bucks and they were like, you oh, have no. been charged with vandalism and you have to replace this. So yeah, that was Seriously? my, that was my big, um, law breaking moment there. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even hear the scuttlebutt about that. It was, no, it was that too, was too busy. 90, 96, 95, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. When your mutant powers began to manifest. <laughs> yeah. I was like 14 and, uh, and you were in the, the small workshop group with my, uh, oldest friend's older brother. Yes. <laughs> but I don't, if we met, it, it didn't occur. But now we're here. We're here on this right. podcast. And I'm, and it's I'm kind of, it's kind of crazy to think that I have known you online for so long and yet we have never met in, well, we've never consciously met in person or spoken via Skype. Yes. And yet here we are. This is the first time hearing your voice. Oh. Well, now, now that we have you, EK, what's a, what's a thing you haven't seen? Pretty much everything of late. Um, I, for those of you uh, listening, um, I have basically spent the past six years of my life working on a comic book. So I missed pretty much every movie and every TV show. Um, but the main thing I was, when you asked me to think about that uh, before you did the show, um, the main thing I thought of was I've never seen any of the Godfather movies. You know what? Neither have I. Really? Really? I, like uh, we may have even this may have, this has possibly come up before as a thing that I haven't seen. I, I I've only seen the um, like the horse head bit. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen bits and pieces, but I think the only I think like I walked into a room and my dad was rewinding a tape and was like, "Sit down, you got to see this part," and showed me the <laughs> horse head bit. Was he trying to like scare you straight? <laughs> he was trying to get me to give some guy a record contract, but I stood firm. <laughs> Oh, is that what I, I see, I know, I don't even know anything about the, the plot of, I, I know like basic, um, I know that there's a kiss of death, right? At some point. Yeah. 
Someone... There's there's favors at his daughter's wedding. In that part, it's like a it's a Frank Sinatra like what's the word that people use to mean like it's an analog, but it's fancy in French. And I think it's analog. Analog. Que. A mock. A macaw. A macaw. A macaw. A parrot. A parrot. It's a Frank Sinatra parrot. Oh yeah. But it's it's a guy who's supposed to be basically Frank Sinatra getting his first record deal, and this producer refuses to give it to him. And this producer loves his horse and shows, you know, I don't know who he shows the horse to, but it's, and then he wakes up and, which like, uh, when you think about it, how do you cut the head off of a horse? With a, a blade of some sort? But there's there's got to be a lot of like sinews and stuff in there. Like, well, you can cut through a lot of things. I mean, you yeah. can get, I don't know, maybe there's special horse, horse cut knives. I feel like they would have had to take the horse to, like, a rendering plant somewhere to remove the head, and then they brought the head back. I I don't think you can do that on site, frankly. Oh, well, yeah, I would assume that they they brought it. I mean, like, I don't, obviously, I don't think they did it in the bedroom. I mean, it's already... (laughs) So the horse, in my memory, the stable is on this guy's... (laughs) Nay! Nay! The gig's up! (laughs) But, like, the stable is outside of the guy's house, so I assume that they killed the horse there. And, you know, it must have been a really low-level guy on the totem pole. Like, it's his first week in Mafia. Who did the horse kill him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, I don't know. They're like I think... you got to go cut a horse's head off. And he's like, oh, this sucks. I just want to, can you guys hear how the, the loud bass music that's thumping? Because oh, my, uh, yeah. my upstairs neighbor is uh, is rocking it so hard that that's... that the couch is vibrating. You should put a you horse's got, head gonna in be a... <laughs> it's gonna be a shitty job though i mean but you'd get like 200 mafia xp for doing that like <laughs> one of your earlier missions yeah yeah see i don't think go it, would, it would go to 18 horses heads <laughs> and exchange see, them for a recording contract <laughs> i'm playing this game sounds great i don't think they'd give it to like the the new new guy because you know you don't want him to Fuck it up. I mean, especially, well, unless he's like, oh, well, I have some experience in horse killing, sir. <laughs> but no, I feel like you have, you give it to the new guy, and if he fucks up, you kill him. Like, I feel oh, like that's well, the, sure. that's the but, mafia way. I don't think, I don't yeah, think there's a lot of hand holding in the early stages. But you only get like one chance to, to send that kind of message. Yeah. I mean, after I, well, I you go like, through the mafia tutorial. I mean, I guess if he's <laughs> just like got a kind of a butchered horse. That's... Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe if you if you fuck it up the like, I'm sure if you just if you killed that guy's horse and then put another horse's head in his bed, it would only underline how like how serious you were. I, I I'd like to interrupt to say I just got an an IM via AOL Instant Messenger, which I still use because I'm old. Me too. Sponsored. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sponsored by AOL. Um, from us. someone from someone named uh, whose username is. Pfiori's if Poku, who says, "Hey, he slash she, here is myself on my own internet site." Internet site is underlined. I've been getting a lot of these lately. The uh, the spam IMs. How feels, bizarre! Feels uh, feels classic. I wonder if uh, someone has has posted the because uh, I've had the same AIM screen name since uh since yeah since 1996. Wow. <laughs> Which is, uh, I'll, I'll tell you people, it's fine. It's Zaphod27. Oh. I know. 
And also, oh, that's you so routinely sweet. reply to spam. So. Oh yeah, well yeah, we're talking. I've got to go. I I want to uh, see the internet site. There's yeah, a, there's a business opportunity here for you that uh, you just can't pass up. Well, it was yeah, the, before. I was pretty interested in my gender, so you know maybe we can talk about that. I've been tricked eighteen to thirty-five times before, <laughs> but I feel like this one. Oh, I got a good feeling about this one. <laughs> um. Yeah, The Godfather. I've never seen. I uh, yeah, I feel like I've seen. I've just seen bits and pieces. I've never seen Scarface either. Same here. Me, me neither. But I, I played Grand Theft Auto Vice City, which I've been told is basically the same thing. <laughs> oh, I thought that that was the same thing as um as Miami Vice. Well, you're a criminal, so. Yeah, but Crockett and Tubbs are almost criminals. <laughs> Wow, I didn't even know their names for Crockett and Tubbs. Isn't that great? <laughs> that sounds fake. That sounds yeah. like a pair of dogs. What do you want to dash on Dancer on Crockett on Tubbs? Uh, Crockett is a golden retriever. Tubbs is a pug. <laughs> <laughs> or like a like a like a uh, English bulldog, real chubby one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They saw in the Incredible Journey Part Four. <laughs> <laughs> Miami Vice. <laughs> <laughs> edition. Oh, and they don't really go anywhere. They're just panting because it's really hot. <laughs> just lying on some some guy's porch. Going, uh, somebody near me owns a husky. And actually, I've known a couple of people who live in New York with huskies. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you see them in the summer, they always are very, like, they're upset <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about the world. And, like, you can tell they're like, this this should not be. <laughs> this is, is not happening. Um it's- like I've seen, I've seen like uh, Samoyeds in mm-hmm. New York in the summer, and I'm like, oh no! They don't just shave them. No, I've never seen a dog that gets like the, um, you know, that the the hilarious cut that they give to long haired cats, yeah. the lion cut. The oh, lion I, cut. I, oh yeah, they it. do that here. I love it. I love it. No, they do. I love. Just everyone should do that to their cat because it's <laughs> it's hysterical, yeah. and they they like it actually. Yeah. There's a, a Persian cat that lived down the street from me at my old house, and uh, every like every May, that cat would get the hilarious haircut, and it was so it was so great to pet him too. It was like petting someone who like had just gotten their hair buzzed. Oh yeah, but I, all over. And, and the cat's hurry. like the cat's like, whoa! I can <laughs> feel it so much more now. That's crazy. And they're like, yeah. But yeah, people down here. I mean, like uh, you go to the dog park. If you see a husky or even golden retrievers, like in the middle of summer, they'll be shaved down pretty far. Really? Huh? Yeah, because it's like I mean, it's like 105 degrees. So because you you are in Texas, I am in Austin, Texas. Yes. Are you? And it, it is weird? very. <laughs> I am keeping it as weird as I can reasonably afford to keep it. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's getting more a expensive. Lot the, to be a weird. lot of the weird keeping has been converted into like hundred dollar t shirt boutiques and such yeah. down in that area of town. <laughs> Keeping it, quotation marks, weird. <laughs> yeah. There is still some weirdness to be found, but it is it has been getting edged out more and more lately, yeah. which makes me sad. I think that's everywhere. I don't know where the weirdness is going. Maybe like, it's Minneapolis. Is it, is it Minneapolis? Is, is like, like, is all the weirdness going to, like, like Buffalo, like third tier cities, and now there it's like... It's, Boise? It, it's like crazy there now. We don't even I don't know. know. Right in. Right in, listeners. It's all noise rock festivals <laughs> all the time in Boise. Boise noisy? Oh, man. <laughs> I thought That's... that was intentional. Yeah. Um. Maybe I've been... Oh, maybe the city's just been pronounced wrong. Maybe it's just boys. Boise. <laughs> <laughs> Boise, Iowa. 
Well, that's a since uh, my my dad is from Indiana, and uh, the the county that his cues from, or the one that's immediately around, is uh, it's spelled Dubois, but you know it well it's spelled Dubois, and it said Dubois as opposed to Dubois. How Dubois? <laughs> Dubois County. Avoiding any copyright trouble with the Golden Girls or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, and I believe um, Versailles is a is a uh, city near there. Oh, there's streets here in Austin that are pronounced. There's Guadalupe Street. Ooh, Guadalupe. Yeah, and, when, and when you first move here, like if you say Guadalupe, they're like, "Oh, you're new to town." And there's Ma- Manchaca, but it's pronounced Manshack. <laughs> yeah, so it's like no it's little I'm things not, like that that are near and dear to my heart. I'm not new to town. I'm just pronouncing this the correct, correct. way. <laughs> <laughs> That's I. I was I was warned enough when I moved to New York about the Houston Houston thing, but the thing that gets me uh, and it still catches me up is um, we have uh, Lafayette Street, but I'm from Tennessee where there is a town called Lafayette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, every time I'm mentioning, it's like, oh yeah, it's down on Fourth uh, Street and uh, Lafay- Lafayette. <laughs> so it, so it, so me. like uh, just a, <laughs> I was down on Lafayette. Go pick you up some RC and moon pies. <laughs> get some squirt there Have were guys... there were mo- there were moon pies in the in the vending machine at work i was so happy when you when you mentioned that 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 pleases me a great deal so here's here's a great thing that's happening that's happened lately in my office i mean there there we have been under assault by constant um someone just set off like a bottle rocket <laughs> that? it's a it's a crazy party on a sunday afternoon um but uh, the the other half of the office has been having uh, construction for ever. It's a it's a birch box. Birch box is expanding their offices and moving in next to us, and they have been drilling and hammering forever. So that is terrible. But to sort of make up for it, now all of the vending machines are twenty five cents. What sweet! They're Everything like old timey vending machines now. I can just go. I go and get a 20, 20 ounce diet coke. Feels like elementary school. It's quartered. Like everybody's like, what year is it? <laughs> Have you ever microwaved a moon pie? Not not to like make it explode, but if you put in a moon pie for like ten seconds, <laughs> delicious. I've never done. I it. have. I've actually not had a moon pie in about ten years. I had about. I had like three last week, and I got to tell you, <laughs> well, you're, you're they good are them. good. I didn't. Like one day, I I banana bought, chocolate vanilla. Uh, I was just the the regular, the like standard, so chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. And I like I bought one, and I like I went to the movies, and I'm like I'm just gonna put this in my purse and take it to the movies, and maybe, and then I didn't eat it at the movies, and I got home and I was like, oh my god, there's a moon pie in my purse <laughs> that I can just eat now in bed. This is amazing, and I paid 25 cents for it. To- it's kind of a like little. I'm imagining some like grasshopper and the ant type scenario, but with <laughs> moon pies. <laughs> you know, the foolish grasshopper eats all his moon pies right away. <laughs> uh, yeah, the. Oh, like they think uh one of the earlier times I went back to uh Nashville after I started working and I was like, Oh well I gotta gotta bring some some good old uh, southern treats home for the office, so I brought home moon pies and goo goo clusters. Oh shit. <laughs> oh. I haven't had that's the that's another thing that uh Whitney and I both have in common is we're originally both from the deep south. So for those of you who I don't know. know I don't know if Tennessee counts as the deep south. Well, I guess it depends on what part of Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, because I'm from Nashville. I'm from, like, the... Oh, okay. The, I thought the, you were from, like... I thought you... For some reason, I thought you were from, like, Louisville or something like... Or not, not Louisville, Kentucky. Um, ah, of course, now I'm forgetting the name of that border town. Uh, uh, like there's... Chattanooga or... 
Yeah, like Chattanooga, somewhere like that. Because yeah. I nope. grew up kind of near the Alabama-Tennessee border. Nope, just old, good old Nash Vegas. Shit, Goo Goo Clusters. I have not... It's like this bizarre, like, background fading flashback happening here right now. It's, it's turned into a Highlander episode. <laughs> where the camera pans off to, like, a, 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 a Tupperware thing, and then it's, you know... Tupperware in the 80s, and it's eating <laughs> a Google cluster. <laughs> I used to have those in my uh, sack lunch at elementary school. Oh, man. I bought, yeah. I bought them at the airport, and they're really expensive. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was buying, like, a, like a thing of, of 12 was, like, $15. It's ridiculous. Airport markup. Mark, have you ever had a Goo Goo Cluster? I have had a Goo Goo Cluster. Okay, so this is so. This is not a. I haven't tasted that. Yeah, no, this isn't. An <laughs> I haven't tasted that. They are. They are a combination of of peanuts and caramel and chocolate, and they're a, in a big clump. Yeah. yeah, and they are made in Nashville, and you can only really get them in Tennessee, and they are delicious. I think the best thing about them is how little they tried at like forming them into anything other than a wad. <laughs> It's, like like it's literally like, that's how it fell out of the machine. <laughs> like, um, I mean, you can get them at Cracker Barrels, I think. Yeah. Across our great country. Yeah. Have you guys had bourbon balls? Yes. No, I mean, my mother makes them at Christmas. Only recreational. Now, now, does she do the, <laughs> now, the ones your mother does, because this is interesting to me, because apparently there's two types of bourbon Tell balls. Tell me about your mother's bourbon balls. <laughs> There's ones that are there's like the chocolate covered ones that are topped with an almond, which is what I'm familiar with. But apparently mm -hmm. there's other ones that are like donut shaped balls of like liquor soaked dough, basically. Yeah, that's the kind that's the kind that she makes. They've got like a little bit of chocolate in them, but it's mostly like almost like a little donut hole, but like super dense. See, cakey. Now I want to see a picture of these because I've I've only heard of I've never had those types of bourbon balls. I've only had the like Rebecca Ruth style ones, and I've been very interested in a while um, yeah. since hearing of these mythical other bourbon balls. Basically, I'm it's asking for your mother's recipe. <laughs> it's essentially, I imagine, it's something akin to just extremely dense pound cake, completely soaked in booze. I love that. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just was, uh, uh, I've got some uh, fun facts about Goo Goo Clusters. Oh. Um, it, it was considered the first combination candy bar, as opposed to being like an all chocolate bar, since it's got peanuts and caramel and marshmallow. I forgot about the marshmallow. Oh. That's, that's key. And there's some dispute over the origin of the name, whether it's uh, about, you know, the sound a baby makes, or if it is related to how it was originally sold at the Grand Old Opry, which is G-O-O. Uh -huh. Or whether it's named after Canadian alt-rock superstars, the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, well, <laughs> we know that's true. <laughs> and, it's like uh, how Baby Ruth's are not named after Babe Ruth, but about Grover Cleveland's daughter, maybe? Something like that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going, I like the Goo Goo Dolls scenario. I don't want the world to see me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a story about uh, the song Thanks, Iris. Thanks for Once in high school... I was like, it was a rare time when my parents, like they went out of town together. Like they went on a vacation and left me home alone for the weekend, which happened like once because my parents never went anywhere together because they didn't want to be married to each other. Uh, but I was, I was alone for the weekend. It was like, here's like $50 order pizza and whatever. And I, and it was Halloween and I was alone. <laughs> and it was the purge. It was the purge was happening. And I was watching VH1 alone on Halloween and uh the video for iris came on and i cried because i was 
alone and not with my boyfriend on Halloween. Oh, <laughs> ah, yes, a- Halloween, the classic <laughs> romance night. And then later he came over. So <laughs> um, I'm pretty psyched that Halloween's on a Friday this year. Oh, oh shit! It was yeah. last year too. I don't really. Yeah, I, I I know it was because um I actually went out and I I never normally dress up or do anything, but last year my friends and I uh we went as the the kids from Bob's Burgers. I was I was Aww. Tina Belcher. And it was super fun, and we just uh, got real early to um, uh, Union Hall, which is a bar in Brooklyn that I really like. That's where Mark and I met for the first time in person, and because I was and I was sitting in the exact same place on (laughs) Halloween that I was when he came in the door, and and we just parked ourselves in the corner in our costumes and just had people come up to us all night and tell us how great we were. It was the best (laughs) Halloween ever. (laughs) So we got there early and. and everyone and I just like oh yeah it's great that was bothering me um I just looked it up and last year Halloween was on a Thursday what? was there a Halloween party on Friday maybe I just I guess I just went out yeah were you in another dimension oh yeah I guess I actually <laughs> did I did go home kind of early I guess I just feel like I'm conf- I'm conf- I'm confused because my birthday was on a Friday ugh uh. Yeah, I haven't been able to I haven't been able to like do Halloween for a very long time because uh what I like to do whenever there's an event kind of like that is um I like to go down to 6th Street which is the big party street in Austin and not actually go out drinking or see a band but like find some bar that has seats kind of near the street like open air seating and just sit and watch nice. all the people go by and roll drunks for their wallets <laughs> That's later. Uh, I usually make about three hundred dollars. Um, they're like, oh, I don't, I don't know where it is in this uh, gold lame jumpsuit. I don't yeah. know where and, I put and my I, money. And I leave before like it gets like super drunk and rowdy, and the cops have to come out. But just watching everyone parade by. I think the last time we went downtown, uh, Halloween was like on a Tuesday, but it was Saturday, the Saturday night beforehand, yeah. and everybody was out anyway. And we saw, uh, I think, about four fins. And two princess bubble gums. Nice. And it was 2012, so there was like three Gangnam style guys. <laughs> and one beaker that was absolutely excellent. And every time he took a step, the little mouth flap would, <gasps> would move. <laughs> oh, last Halloween I saw there was a couple who was um, dressed up as the the Dietzes in scary ghost form from Beetlejuice. What? Oh, it, wow. they were amazing. Like, I, like with the with the hand and face thing and everything. Yeah, like the full on like scary face. You know, they might have actually gotten those costumes from Planet Hollywood in Washington D.C. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, what else? We're just otherwise we're just gonna, um, you know, grind them down for McNuggets. So <laughs> go for it. I'm planning on going as Nurse Chapel from the original Star Trek series. Nice, because I I have not dressed up for Halloween in about ten years, and I am psyched to do it. Again. I had a, I had a lot of fun. I actually, I went to work in costume. Which I I definitely felt like a goddamn idiot on the train in the morning because I'm wearing I mean I didn't look that weird I was I mean I was wearing a wig uh, but it was you know just a normal like black bob and a you know a skirt and uh, I didn't look too strange but I I was definitely getting some eyeballs because the neighborhood I live in like when I commuted in the morning it's mostly like nurses who are going to 
go like work a 11 hour shift and have no patience for my bullshit <laughs> and i'm like i'm dumb i'm sorry <laughs> and then i got and then i got to work and no one would no one like like i just felt uh, like an idiot for a while and then more people were like you look amazing and oh. and other people showed up who were also dressed up this year i'm really tempted to uh to be a uh, willow pape from the kim kardashian game she is your <laughs> she is your your rival <laughs> i saw there was some um picture someone took at uh otakon the big uh nerd convention in what is it, in baltimore nerd. yeah baltimore you know you 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 know if you've seen the wire you've definitely seen uh <laughs> some stuff from otakon and someone had a, a picture of of cosplay of that and i was like oh my god that would be oh, a great wow. halloween costume but I love the fact that I love the that due to the fact uh, that I have been listening to this podcast uh, each week and listening to your recaps of the Kim Kardashian game. I love the fact that like every time I see her name mentioned or like see mention of her anywhere on the internet, I automatically think Kimbo Slice. <laughs> She's my best friend, Kim. Oh man, right now, like, <laughs> like the the plot that's going on right now is um, there's a, I'm oh, getting, yes. I'm getting ready so. for a dance contest. I'm gonna have a dance off with willow pape and i'm so excited it is the this is the best game that has ever happened in history sorry i just imagined the jackrabbit slim scene from uh <laughs> like it was a teenage wedding and the old folks wished them well like that right. but with you and the actual animated willow pape <laughs> like doing the same dances and everything i don't get this reference wait in pulp fiction Okay. Okay. When Thank you. when they're at the they do the dance contest. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. it was just not connecting entirely. Yeah. Sorry, Jackrabbit Slims. That was a second tier reference there. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I need to rewatch it. Eh. Well, why not? You know. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's yeah. It's 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 good. It's stuff. of its time. Yeah. Yeah. It's very of its time. Um. Wait. Not. Yeah. That was Pulp Fiction, not Reservoir Dogs. Which I yeah. which I haven't seen. I haven't seen that. I mean, it's not as good as Pulp Fiction. <laughs> and I know it's going to be um, like, that's probably one of those movies that's just been completely ruined by people like college dudes existing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like Fight Club. Like Swingers. Oh, God. I you know, the thing swingers. that redeems the thing that redeems Swingers for me that uh, I did see it back when I was, you know, dating college dudes who existed. Um, but there's that big confrontation, uh, that, that confrontation out in the parking lot where the guy's like, oh, I grew up in LA. And the guy's like, you grew up in Anaheim. Shut up. But during that whole scene, the, not the main character, but like his best friend, he's got this giant bugger hanging out of his nose. <laughs> and like, I, I watched that. I was like, did nobody in, like, did the cameraman, nobody in post-production notice this? Or it's just like, it was the best take. So, <laughs> well, there we go. It makes it real. Makes it more real. <laughs> Added uh, element. I've I've been working this week. I'm an assistant editor, and I've been working on a on a fast food commercial this week. That uh, it's been it's been troubled slightly, just in terms of like there have been like script problems and stuff. But at one yeah. point, we got a phone call from these creatives, and the guy goes, "Have you guys thought about making it more like Reservoir Dogs?" <laughs> And there was this, there was this long silence that everyone in the room was like looking at each other and mouthing like, like what? Reservoir dogs. Yeah, like reservoir yeah. dogs. Just going, what? Yeah, we were like, oh yeah, somebody's ear gets cut off. Yeah, we should, you <laughs> yeah. know, we can probably add that. And then it's a, uh, uh, batter dipped and fried, and then you get your choice of <laughs> dipping sauces. Delicious ears. Mm. <laughs> we're now in the ear business. Um, wait. So what? What would you say? 
of the genre of like I'm trying to think like of those movies what what of those that genre of movies that have been ruined by college dudes still st- like when you watch them now you're like this is still good they haven't ruined this for me I mean or- I know I know we talk a lot of shit about about Chucky e. P on this podcast but I still like the movie Fight Club Really? I mean well I I take it for what it is. I take it as I mean I'm saying, you know, not taking it as like, yes, this is gospel. Yeah. You know, taking it as like the satirical thing that it is. I still enjoy it. I still think it's a, oh, there's actually a really cool video you should look up. There's, um, these, this, uh, video series of, um, doing a couple ladies who, who do, um, uh, versions of very like bro movies, but they're two ladies. So they have like, they did, they do like a, the fight club trailer and it's, it's just, it's the two of them. And I think they also did like. The the J.J. Abrams Star Trek, and I'm like, yes, let me have this. Let me have the Fight Club with uh with women punching each other. <laughs> we are men. Men is what we are. Ugh. Um, I, would I mean, what do you what do you what do you think are are other ones from that genre? You got a uh, you got like Swingers and Boondock Saints. I've never I haven't seen that. Um, I, it was not. It was hyped up to me as like this fucking amazing and i enjoyed it but it didn't i mean i still think it's a pretty decent movie but it, it didn't live up to the hype that i had been given i think in, in 1998 or whatever it's a much different movie if you're a like frustrated angry white guy <laughs> yeah see it was never sold to me as like a uh, dudes in college movie it was a this movie's gay <laughs> yeah it was sold to me as a, oh, this is the most excellent, you know, and I was just like, I'm, am I supposed to root for these guys? I just got, it's got, it's got, that got that Norman Reedus. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this, uh, at Akon, which is another big nerd convention here down in Dallas, uh, at Akon several years ago, I actually found Boondock Saints Dojenshi. <laughs> and I purchased it because it was Boondock Saints Dojenshi. And you for that reason posted- alone. A picture of it somewhere because I feel like yeah, I've seen I that. I, I, I wound up selling it on eBay because it like after the novelty factor wore off, I was just like, "Well, I'm not actually interested in this." Well, now this is taking up space. Yeah, I, I don't know what Dojinchi is. It's a uh, fan made. It's fan made comics. Uh, it's like comic fanfic um, made in Japan. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's very frequently sexy or okay. romantic. Yeah. And actually, our uh, mutual friend Allison Wilgus just got done with Summer Comicette in Tokyo, like today. And she's there with uh, with Paul, with Paul, who was yep. a, a previous guest. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. And by the way, I love the uh, I love the art for that episode. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> uh, all of the art for all of the episodes is good, except maybe last week's because I made it. No, that was good too. <laughs> It's even better. It had a clarity of purpose. Yeah. <laughs> the purpose being we had a lot of technical problems. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, get this on the internet. I had I had a bunch of doujinshi that I bought over the years. Like, oh, for various, like, I had I had a bunch of Naruto doujinshi, some, some Kakashi and Irika kissing, and, like, uh, Suikoden and Hikaru no Go. And I had all of this, and it was just, like, stuffed in the bottom of my... Uh, my bookshelf the cabinet in the bottom of my bookshelf along with all of like all of the the in japanese manga i bought that i was just like oh why did i buy this now i've got this and then when i moved from that apartment i just left it on the street so someone so somebody well yeah you know in well when you move in in manhattan like on moving days in the east village it's like it's you know just trash pickers descend yeah Uh, 
like I, I threw out my rock band instruments and like a guy like came up he was like are you sure these are great and i'm like take it take it. i really hope some like 15 or 16 year old girl found all those doujinshi yeah. i really really hope that. or i or i hope whatever whatever um 47 year old trash picking fellow took them home to his daughter <laughs> yes this oh, is not I- as though you like that or oh, I, to his I, son. Had a, to his son. I had a pretty uh, interesting um moment happen at the last anime convention i did um we were wrapping up on sunday like you know closing everything down uh i do these pretty frequently and i sell artwork and my comics and stuff there and so there was this you know 16 18,000 person anime convention that was on its last day which was coinciding with the first day of the Texas High School Football Coach Association convention. <laughs> Worlds and, be colliding. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, Sunday around 3 p.m., like all these dudes start wandering in and it's like the parade of muscle shirts and buzz cuts and they've got everything but the whistle hanging around their necks. It's amazing. These guys wander in to the artist alley just looking around like, what the shit? is This is amazing. And they weren't like going, oh, these dumb nerds. They were just like, this is the most amazing, crazy shit I've ever seen. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this one guy came up and chatted with me for a little bit. And I just said, yeah, it's uh, for Japanese animation usually. And I'm here selling comic books. And then about 10 minutes later, he came back. And he had his phone, he had gotten a text message, and he came back and he asked me, he's like, "Uh, my daughter just sent me a text, and um, do you have anything that's Sherlock or Supernatural or Doctor Who? (laughs) And I was like, no, I do not, but every single other person here does. I'm sorry, sir, you need to go to Dash Con. Don't make your daughter happy, sir. You need to go to Dash Con. (laughs) Oh, I love it. (sighs) That was just, I was like, oh, that's the little link that joins, oh. So, Clear was, eyes, bright. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very. Uh, I don't. I don't know the Friday Night Lights phrase because I haven't seen that. Wait, uh, I have actually not seen Friday Night eyes. Lights myself. Full hearts, clear eyes. Living for it's filmed. <laughs> Can't lose. I haven't. I haven't seen it either. So full kokoros, clear eyes. Can't lose. <laughs> Japanese jokes. Yeah, I. I haven't. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen a uh, high school football time. High school football musical. <laughs> Did I yeah, no, the high your school, mind? I, I, in, in, in High School Musical, Troy Bolton, Bolton is a basketball star. Uh, I, I haven't seen that. Um, <laughs> you should, buddy. There's a, there's a, the, in, uh, in High School Musical 3, actually, I use the, um, I use the app TimeHop, which, mm-hmm. um, like, tells you, like, you feed it all your, um, social media stuff, and, like, you can hook it to your pictures and whatnot, and it'll say, uh, you know, every day it's like, okay, here's what you were doing one year ago, two years ago, however far back. And I got, and this morning it was like one year ago and it was like, all, and it showed me like all the screen caps I was taking um, when I was watching High School Musical 3 <laughs> and tweeting them. It hasn't, I, it's, it's currently broken to hook my tweets into, which is hmm. kind of, I'm kind of okay with because I tweet a lot. Uh, so just be like, so I'm not, you know, getting like a thousand tweet blast yeah. every morning. But I like I know around last year was when I was rewatching High School Musical, High School Musical movies because I was writing the piece I wrote for uh, the Toast about High School Musical, which I enjoyed very much, by the way. Thank you. Um, but in in the one of the the best musical numbers uh, in High School Musical three is when Zac Efron is singing a song called "Scream" because he is full of uh, torment and uh, doesn't know what to do in his life, and it makes him want to scream. And it starts with him on a uh, basketball court, and he goes, ah, 
and suddenly a rain of basketballs falls down from the ceiling <laughs> and there's strobe lights and then he's like uh, the the halls are rotating it's all it's like jamiroquai in shorts it's, <laughs> oh it's so good it's like legitimately good uh. i mean like i yeah it's I will recommend High School Musical 3 to anyone. I love that movie. And it is a good musical. <laughs> I have passionate feelings about High School Musical. I accept those feelings. Thank you. I not only tolerate them, I celebrate them. Thank you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I've come so far. I, I Sometimes I think, oh, teen, like, teen wit. She's coming to the CW next. Uh, <laughs> meh. Teen. Meh. Meh. Teen. Meh. Um, to, to see me now playing the Kim Kardashian game and loving High School Musical and the fact that I watched the full first season of the Jonas Brothers television program. <laughs> Band of Brothers. <laughs> there, is an ep- there is an episode of the Jonas Brothers television program called Band of Brothers. Wow. <laughs> a teen, teen Wit would be aghast, but I would say, hey, you know what, Teen Wit? I had absinthe delivered to my apartment a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I'm living in the future. <laughs> yeah. I bought um, it on my phone. Does that, that doesn't even make sense to you. It's the 90s. You don't understand. You're afraid. <laughs> I mean, there were delivery liquor stores in the 90s. <laughs> not in Tennessee. Well, that's true. And also not if you're 17. That's true. And they wouldn't deliver absinthe because <laughs> it wasn't legal. So I'm poking holes. <laughs> um, high anyway, school... then, then I'd make out with my 17-year-old self and uh, we'd go on. Yay. <laughs> cool story. <laughs> I just read um uh it was uh Jess Fink's I was comic. about to say is that a yeah. fix it reference? Yeah, I just read that. It's a it's uh her comic about getting a time machine and going back to see to different points in her life to meet with her younger self and obviously the first thing she does is to make out with herself, but then after that other stuff. I like to I I've read only little bits of it. <laughs> I, I'm sad to say I need to read I need to actually get it and read it, but I love the I, I love the bit where she just goes back in time and just poops on that guy's head for making fun of her. Just yes. straight up, just straight up takes a shit on this guy's head. <laughs> like I like to pretend that you know maybe I would help make my life, but I would just I would totally do that same thing. Yeah, like maybe maybe not directly interfere yeah. with like not not t- but just like after the after the t- like get vengeance afterwards. Yeah, like you know, okay, the bad things still happened to me, but now I get to to kick that person in a soft <laughs> part. <laughs> I would go back and call Child Protective Services. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, time travel. I don't. I wouldn't. I would. When I was a teenage libertarian, so Oof. I would not oh. make out with myself. <laughs> no one should have made out with me. Um, Just go back and slap yourself. Well, I don't know. I'm. I'm kind of getting to a point where I'm looking at my past and not being so disgusted like disgusted and horrified about everything about me oh yeah um, yeah you get there yeah as uh, again as you are closing as you're getting closer to your 30s yeah. you eventually get the ah, who fucking cares i was a teenager that was forever ago yeah so you can't you can't keep it up yeah uh i had a revelation this week that um all, like talking about like high school people being in, being embarrassed by us and like vice versa i had a revelation that uh if you spend if the whole of your life is being cool uh that's a look that looks that is not very good when you're like over 35 (laughs) of being like the of like like if you're if your whole life goal is to be like a cool person 
it like goes downhill very rapidly after like <laughs> 30. Like the returns begin diminishing very quickly. When you when you get into the like what's up fellow kids? Yeah, all, yeah, like, exactly. Um I will say that's something that's something that I really do like about being well into my 30s is that nobody expects you to be cool anymore. Yeah. So that pressure is completely off. Yeah, exactly. Like for I like I I uh you know since I recently quit Tumblr, I I'm like I'm like okay, I just have to accept I'm not going to be up with all of the memes. I'm going to start I'm I'm I I just need to like turn into the skid and just start really deliberately using old references mm-hmm. and um being an embarrassment. Like like just just I don't I don't even know like the other day I was just thinking um you know the old uh the old phrase like uh blanket you know uh like the the long cat is long kind of yeah the uh, format and I was like oh that's that's super old now <laughs> that's yeah. a really old thing to say and I'm like yep and that's what you say now because you're old <laughs> and it's fine I thought it, you meant that you were gonna start making like Austin Powers jokes oh yeah <laughs> I'm I'm definitely I'm, I'm I'm definitely making those I couldn't I couldn't think of one though <laughs> um, Shagadelic uh, do the, I make you horny. My why? <laughs> <laughs> I think the best thing about Austin Powers is how, like, after that third movie came out, society as a whole looked around and was just like, "No, we can never speak <laughs> of this again." Like, yeah, I n- never saw the third movie. I mean, nor I didn't did know I. There was the third one, but it like, was Goldmember. Was that Goldmember? I have no idea. I didn't see it either. But it 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 definitely felt like there was this moment where, like. Austin Powers references went from just being uncool to just like not existing. Um, and then and then somehow Mike Myers still went on to make The Guru. Uh, Odd, I'd forgotten that existed. Wow. So which, did, again, which I'm sure I'm sure none of us we we haven't seen that. We have uh, not. But but Justin Timberlake's in it. Well, <laughs> maybe I'll change my tune on The Guru. I'm sure it's not super racist. <laughs> Uh, the the best thing about that was that he's he has Deepak Chopra in it to like <laughs> defend. It's like no, against... it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Basically, Deepak Chopra is the like Indian friend being like, yeah. no, it's cool, guys. <laughs> like, um, was that movie before or after um the uh the George Bush doesn't care about black people incident? Gosh. I think it was. Uh, after, do you? I mean, right? I I had forgotten that that Mike Myers was standing there when that happened. And he makes a face. So that was in two thousand and eight. Like, yeah, his 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 face in that is amazing. That's yeah. just the, the pure terror, the pure white <laughs> Canadian terror that passes over Mike Myers' face <laughs> when Kanye starts going off. That must have been before. It must have been before two thousand eight. Yeah, because that was that was, was two thousand five. Because it was after Katrina. Oh yeah. God, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was so uh, a long time oh, ago. That was nine years ago. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize that Harry Connick Jr. did a bunch of stuff at that. Um and Aaron Neville performed Louisiana 1927. Is Aaron Neville still alive? Um yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know he was of mixed African American and Native American heritage. We're Guys, all learning a lot about let's Aaron just Neville. Read Wikipedia <laughs> for the next 2 hours. The Aaron Neville Education Hour. <laughs> uh I know I would probably listen to a podcast that was just okay. We're gonna go uh, about Aaron Neville. Um, yeah, actually, well, I have listened to an episode of Comedy Bang Bang where uh, Horatio Sands was being Aaron Neville, oh, wow. so that was pretty funny. But, um, but I, I, I think I would I would listen to a podcast called The Wikipedia Hole. 
I wanted to do a podcast like that with my wife, where it would just be me asking her a question. <laughs> my wife. Uh, that that's become like an Uber joke. Yeah, it has. That's that's come back in a in a meta uh, ironic, not ironic, winky, but whatever. Which is, it's very funny because like Borat was like an alt comedy thing at first. Yeah, and now it's come back as a thing of mockery for alt comedy. But um, so. <laughs> So the story, I, I kind of wanted to do it, do a, a thing where I just ask my wife like a question about history and she explains it to me. But it's based off of the Mall Flanders episode, um, which I've talked about like three times on this podcast so far. So <laughs> I'll leave it off. But um, but she does not want to do a podcast. <laughs> it's a shame. It's a uh, shame. Inexplicably enough. Yeah. But I would, I would, uh, 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 a podcast called the Wikipedia Hole where you just uh, start on on one. And uh, and see where you go. Maybe I'll do that one just by myself. Yeah, it'll yeah. Be, it... It'll just be a solo, a solo of me um, talking to a microphone while listening to, while uh, talking to a microphone while listening to whiskey was what was uh, going to come out of my mouth next. So Tom Waits in the background. There we go. The words that whiskey whiskey whispers to your heart. Mm-hmm. Although right now, right now I have no whiskey. Uh, even though I had that dream where I found four bottles of whiskey in my underwear drawer. Oh, there was also a bottle of vodka in there, but I was like, eh, you know, if it comes to that. <laughs> Wait, was this like a Silent Hill dream? No, this was just a dream I had when taking oh, a nap okay. yesterday. Okay, this was I before didn't know I started. You were like trapped in your apartment by cha- uh, looking at that picture of the door with all the chains on it. I would really like it if you looked closer, and it turns out that none of those chains were attached to the door. <laughs> It's just a bunch of chains hung, and it's like, oh, you just reach through and turn the knob. <laughs> Actually, the the door opens outward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, and I can just shimmy under. <laughs> yeah, this was uh, this was uh, the the nap I took yesterday morning before I I spent two hours watching um, someone play through the the uh, PT, which is the uh, playable trailer, which was the sneaky reveal that uh, Hideo Kojima and Guillermo Guillermo. Uh, I can say yep. the I can yep. say the Japanese one just fine, but you give me Spanish and suddenly I'm all. Well, over the, the place. I think the jump between the two is probably what's. Well, uh, Guadalupe. <laughs> there you go. Guada- Guadalupe del Toro, uh, Guillermo del Toro, uh, are making a Silent Hill game, and and I watched a, a a playthrough of a like it was like the first lady to to stream to solve to solve it while streaming it to to get the reveal, and I spent like two hours watching her do that yesterday. And uh, and then afterwards, I was like, "Yeah, this makes me want to play Silent Hill 4, which is the uh, the scariest of all of them, in my opinion. And it's one that it's like 10 years old. And I haven't I played it once and I played it with my friend Ariel sitting next to me. And uh, yeah, this was like just when I came out of college because I had a, a, a roommate. It was when I first moved into my first like the apartment I lived in for eight years. And I had a, a roommate who moved out after a while. And uh, so it was very, very long time ago. And I was, and I, I played it on a 13 inch television. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Six it inches was, from your face. Pretty much. And it was terrifying. And I've never, I've tried to play it a couple other times and I've never gotten through playing it fully a second time. But I figured now that I uh, um, live alone in an apartment, um, where you know my apartment doesn't look like the apartment that uh, the main character gets stuck in, <laughs> but the my building is shaped the same way. It's a standard like that kind of like Brooklyn apartment layout for the larger larger apartments where there's a big lobby and then there's um uh, on each side there's units 
and then there's a courtyard in the middle. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mark? Got, yeah. Got my back? Yes. Back yes. me up here. Sorry, I was actually just looking up kindergarten cop, the Silent Hill <laughs> kindergarten cop thing, because I was like, wait, <laughs> is that the same? So, okay, the first Silent Hill, a lot of the textures and stuff oh, are right. taken directly from kindergarten cop. That's I right, did, the, wow. the things in, like, the um the school. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, huh. all of the textures and, like, posters and stuff are taken from Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> um, and I was trying to, I was trying to figure out if maybe this was the same thing, only it was, like, like, if they actually just sampled an actual New York apartment building for that stuff. Because, yes, most, uh, uh, there's a, there's a very standard new, which I think is, like, the standard tenement structure, um, for a lot of New York apartment buildings. It seems like this is I uh it's it's something I've seen more in in Brooklyn than anything else. Mostly cuz there's just more space. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's a big building. Um so like I was playing it you know I I was in the in playing the game last night and uh looking out of the window in the game across the courtyard and then looking over to my left and looking out my window across the courtyard <laughs> and I'm like fuck. But fortunately now there's Twitter so I'm not as scared. <laughs> We're, we're doing this together, Twitter. See, that's actually the only Silent Hill game uh, I have ever played, and I have not finished it myself. It gets Silent really Hill. scary. Yeah. I got oh. I got too unnerved and had to stop playing, and then I just, things like various freelance projects came up, and I did not have video game playing time anymore after that. So I've <sighs> never played any of those games, or almost any games at all, but uh, I, I, don't, I don't do like scary media at all. Um, just because, because life is enough. Yeah, yeah, because I'm already terrified. Um, but the thing is, actually, I would, I was actually like, man, I wish I could be watching Whitney play this right now because I'm actually someone where I'm very fine with watching other people play video games. Yeah, because I like, I like the, I like video game narratives more than I like to actually play them. Also, my hands are just yeah. big chunks of hamburger, so I just slap at a controller. <laughs> you're you're a great gamer girlfriend. Yeah, basically. Well, it's a really great thing to have running, like, while I'm inking a comic or, you know, drafting something. It's just like, oh, these people are playing Minecraft. Okay, I have no desire to play Minecraft myself, but, you know, somebody's goofing around or playing something scary. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get to, um, I, I get to, for, it's the same if, uh, if I'm watching, a like, a Let's Play or a live stream, or if, like, a friend is playing a video game and I'm watching where I'm just like, give me the controller! You're <laughs> fucking up! <laughs> Let me do it, and it's it's very difficult for me. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, uh, you know, I all I have to do is like see someone fail at something twice, and I'm like, do you want me to do it? I'll do it. Let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it was uh it was very frustrating to 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 watch someone being frustrated by PT. Although I've been I'm, today, I was watching a different, a completely different playthrough of this uh this demo, which is uh, uh Mark would not know, and I don't know if EK knows that uh. Uh, Hideo Kojima is the guy who made Metal Gear Solid, which is... Yes. I uh, knew who that was. I didn't know. You, you just said you don't play a lot of video games. Yeah, for some I, reason I've never I read played Penny Metal Gear games. Solid, but I know who Hideo... <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, we're all over the place. Look, between the two of us, between you and me, we can, we can only say one of their names. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do Hideo. You do... Guillermo del Guillermo. Toro. Um, yeah, I... Ugh. But the the Metal Gear Solid games are are pretty famous for being mind fucks just as they are. Like uh, in the the first one, um, there is a boss called Psychomantis, 
and uh, he starts out. I mean, the the bat. He's like a guy who's floating, and things are are flying around the room. And and he'll start out by reading your memory card, because this is it's on the this was on the PS One, so you had to have a physical memory card that you plugged in. And he and there were like different things he would say, like uh, if you played other like. Uh, Konami games because it's made by Konami. You'd be like, oh, I see you like to play Castlevania, <laughs> and, and, and if you if you saved a lot, he'd be like, you're a very cautious sort. I oh. like I like just how non-threatening that would actually be <laughs> to somebody being like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do, Psycho Mantis. Well, if you weren't <laughs> expecting it, like it's weird. I mean, cause this was like a ground. This was in like '98 or something. And it's just to be like, what? That that's not something anything had ever pulled before. And the way you the the he starts um when you're fighting him, he predicts your every move and can can block everything. And the way you you end that fight is you have to plug your controller into port two. What? Because <laughs> that's because then he can stop reading your mind. Wow, that's actually kind of cool. It's amazing, and that's just like and that's and all, all the Metal Gear Solid games are full of. And those are, I mean, and those are like stealth action combat kind of, you know, spy military kind of things. So the 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 con- the idea of him getting a hold of a game that is specifically about making you lose your mind, <laughs> we're we're in trouble. <laughs> we have. Uh, I feel like I should warn you. I have cat up near the microphone, and I'm trying to get her detangled from all these wires, but. <laughs> I don't. I don't think she's gonna make a guest appearance. Which hey. kitty is it? It's Pixel. Hi, Pixel. Yeah, I don't know if you heard that just now. That was her. Hey. Okay. <laughs> the uh, the second <laughs> pet. I think she's had on. Well, when I when I was watching um this this other I was watching another uh, playthrough of PT, which was done by um three dudes, and uh, the way a lot of a lot of um these uh live the play the let's play things is they'll they'll do like a little picture in picture of you know video of the people playing so you can see their reactions yeah and i i i i don't i get pretty annoyed with them pretty quick but i love watching videos of guys playing horror games and, and just getting the shit scared out of and them and freaking out <laughs> i love it it's the best i love to hear boys scream <laughs> Now, you know, I actually saw one. Uh, I hardly ever watch Let's Plays, but um, an artist that I follow on Tumblr, she just recently played this game called Five Days with Freddy. Oh, I haven't heard of that. And she posted, it's like a really scary horror game, apparently, but she posted a Let's Play video where you can actually see the guy completely flip out. You know, he like falls out of his chair and loses his <laughs> breath. Yeah, I, and and I love, um, like I've seen, I've, I've seen it for like Fatal Frame games and stuff, and it's so good. Uh, I just, uh, I was enjoying this so much, but, um, my point was, uh, recommended, to, as a recommended video on YouTube, it was linked to, uh, you're petting the cat, your cat the wrong way. It was a Jackson, <laughs> it was a Jackson Galaxy video from what? the, uh, the guy who does, uh, my cat from hell, the cat I expert, have, Jackson Galaxy. Oh my gosh. I Wait, haven't his seen name is Jackson Galaxy. His name is Jackson. Ga- that's just- like a football player in the year 3000. <laughs> that's like, that's like a football player from like Key and Peele's East Galaxy West Bowl. Jackson Galaxy and Hingle Yeah. Jackson Waxen Flaxen <laughs> Galaxy. It's his married name. Um, but no, uh, just, uh, do a Google image search of Jackson Galaxy right now. Okay. Do it. Everybody home. Do it. Is he like Starburns or something? What? A little bit, yeah. He's a little Starburnsy. What the? Aww. Oh my god! Yeah, and I had never actually seen him. I'd only seen his picture, and I'd heard about Cat from Hell, 
And it's just this guy who's a cat expert. And I actually watched it. I was like, oh, you're a real, like, sweetheart. You're really charming. And, you know, you have good cat information. (laughs) So it was like, oh. I can't believe I have never seen this show, given that I like all things cat. Well, I guess your cats are not from hell. Well, sort of, yeah. One of them's from, like, one of the upper, like, milder circles, but, yeah. (laughs) All cats kind of are. (laughs) Settle down, Garfield. (laughs) The urinators, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't remember what the punishment for urinators was. Probably getting peed on. Yeah. (laughs) All those shoes come back to pee on you. (gasps) (laughs) Um. Werner Herzog is there. <laughs> Call back last week. Um, ah, I'm tangled. Okay, I'm fine. Everything's cool. Are you guys just batting at the cords like a cat? <laughs> <sighs> yes. You're on your back and you're holding the microphone with your feet. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it. I've got it precariously clasped in my dew claws. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Uh. I'm I'm actually kind of glad we have not talked about current events at all in this. Oh yeah, we're not gonna because because it's terrible. Uh, the world uh, yeah. is ending. It's been a it's been a bad week, and now we're having fun. Yay! A good bad, time. Bad couple of months, honestly. Bad couple of months. Really specifically bad last week. So we're moving yeah. on. Because this on is. To, oh wait, wait. Tell me about Hohokam or. Yeah. Uh, Ho- uh, Hohokam is a game I I that just came out. It just came out on um the thirteenth. Um, and I, I, I bought it without, uh, watching a, watching a video, without seeing a screen cap. There were just, uh, uh, intelligent people on, on Twitter whose, um, opinions I trust talking about how great it was and how it was an instant, uh, expression of joy. And I was like, okay, I'm very sad this week. I'm going to buy this and maybe I'll feel better. And I did. And it's, um, it's a game that's on, um, like PS3, PS4 and Vita. And it's just... It's a really beautiful, like, colorful, um, musical, just toy, kind of. You play as, like, it's, it's, it's described as, as a kite in a lot of the, uh, the promotional literature, but uh-huh. it just looks like a sperm. It's like, it's, it's <laughs> oh, an, it's that's an, what you were referring to with, like, yeah. sperm or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I was, was kind of confused, I must say. <laughs> it's a, it's an eyeball with a, with a long tail, and it's, it changes rainbow colors as you, as you turn around, like I was, I mean, I started it up and I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to do loops for a while. Cause Can this you is get so it on the PlayStation store. Yes. Yes. It is. Oh, a sweet. yeah, it's a download only. And it's like 15 bucks. So oh, sweet. yeah, it's real. Yeah. And it's just, and you just, uh, you float around and you, you go to little different worlds and you, as you poke past things with your eyeball sperm body. <laughs> like stuff happens and people will jump on your back and you will take them places and it's just and it's all really colorful and pretty and surprising like it it, it really gave me this like feeling of delight like uh, of of so, like exploration and uh, discovery because we'd oh. be like because it, it was a lot of oh what what will happen if i go here and i touch that or what will happen if i i bring this guy over here what's going to happen when i do this and it would just be like oh Oh gosh, this this thing happened, and I it, I'm happy now. That sounds uh, like it is right up my alley. Thank yeah, you. it's it's a lot like uh, if you ever played um Flow or Flower. Mm. Games. I have not played yeah. those, but I've heard about them. Yeah, yeah. those are good. I mean, those are uh, Flow, Flower, and Journey were all made by the same um, company, and I think you can now buy them on like one physical disc. Uh, but Flow and Flower is just sort of well, more Flower is just like oh, just floating around and touching things, and then stuff happens, and it's you get like a really pleasant dopamine squirt, and it's just like <laughs> oh. 
a thing. Mm. Mm. Have, Something happened. Um, and it's not available for anything other than PlayStations, right? Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> oh. it's not on Steam. Have you guys seen Aegis Defenders? Or oh, rather, the no. like Kickstarter stuff for it? Because it definitely seems, it, at least Whitney... It seems like something you'd be very interested in. Um, just it's like a prince, like sort of Nausicaa and other stuff inspired sixteen-bit hmm. platformer Ooh. with elements of tower defense. <laughs> oh, I'm out! I'm out! Oh, really? Because I, I that's that's actually the thing that's getting me because I <sighs> tower defense makes me anxious. God, I, I come off like a real, I come off very neurotic on these podcasts. I'm gonna say like, I don't like roller coasters. Definitely nothing scary for me. Tower defense gives me the anxieties. <laughs> well, I hate tower defense games. I hate them I because ca- of I can't even say I know what that is. Uh, Yo, I'm okay. a bad gamer. Did, did you, you, you played, uh, did you play Final Fantasy VII? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Um, I did not have a PlayStation during that time. I just played at a friend's house. I had to borrow my friend's PlayStation <laughs> at that time. At that time when we were hanging out at camp. <laughs> that was around that time. But uh, yeah, the, the part there's Fort Condor, which I, I once was trying to remember the name of and could only think of Fort Birdhead. And I'm like, <laughs> I like uh, that better. I'm like, I hate that part. I hate Fort Birdhead. It's the worst part in the game because I hate tower defense stuff. I guess I just don't. Uh, no, I don't like anything that involves any slight amount of strategy. Get away. It's hard. Thinking. Um. Yes, I am. I'm not great at that. Wait, so is Final Fantasy... The Final Fantasy games are not available on Steam, are they? That's not something that I could play on my Mac, right? Maybe. Actually, I think they might be. Really? Huh. I mean, I guess I could just pull up Steam and find out, but... uh, I guess. I've only played the older, like, you know, 3, 4, and 5. That's about it. Um, It's just like, I've heard so much about them, but I... Oh, wait, no. I'm getting them mixed up in my head with Legend of Zelda. I mean, I still have heard a lot about them, but I I know nothing about the storylines or anything like that. A Twitter account I found this week that did did provide some light is, um, it's a FF7, and it's a, it's a FFVII underscore blazed, which is <laughs> someone who is just rewriting the plot of Final Fantasy VII, but everyone is, like, stoned. And that sounds dumb, but if you, like, scroll down to, like, the beginning of it, and it is hilarious oh cool. it's so funny and it's just you know like class like, like oh i got wear this dress okay <laughs> yeah it's 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 like i was just i just got weirded out when i was peeing why i don't know peeing is just weird sometimes yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was more like it, it seems less uh like like dumb stoner talk and more kind of like an Aquidian kind of vibe oh okay so it really funny I was retweeting some of it earlier this week, so but so yeah, Final Fantasy is available. Uh, I think seven and eight, yeah, maybe. Should I should I play this game? You know, you might try it. I mean, how much does it cost? Uh, like eleven bucks. Eh, you know, if you got eleven bucks to burn. Is it Final Fantasy fourteen? Nah, that's a MMO. How many of these Final Fantasy games do you kids have? <laughs> um, a lot. Yeah. There's there's two tens and like three thirteens. Yeah, uh seven and eight are eleven ninety nine. Uh although wait, let me make sure that they're actually available for Mac. Oh wait, no, they're Windows only. This is oh. I'm done with everything. I do you wanna just like borrow my PS two? I you know, my boss offered to give me his PS three. Um not Take his it. home one. <laughs> so his home one. So this is the one in our office. Oh, okay. uh, he had a PS3 there, and then he decided that he wanted uh, to step up to a PS4. Um, so, but I didn't take it home at that point. I don't know if it's still available. 
Yeah, just take it, and then you could play Hohokam. That's true. I could. Yeah, I, uh, I, I had no interest in getting a PS4, but uh, and, and uh, the Hideo Kojima Guillermo del Toro uh, uh, combined joint will make me want one. I, I want to get one for that because that is what uh, Silent Hills is what it's called. They're so silent. <laughs> yeah, there were four good Silent Hill games, and then there were uh, a lot of crappy ones. Yeah. When American when American studios got their hands off them. Uh. I'm completely, I'm, aside from, like, playing a little bit of 4, I'm completely unfamiliar with Silent Hill. I'm just like, isn't that the scary thing with the pyramids and the, the thing? Yep, it is. Yeah, <laughs> the nurses and the... Yeah. Guys? Well, yeah, as, as, they got, as they got more and more, it was just like, oh, yeah, this is Silent Gil- Hill. Silent Gill. <gasps> Silent Gill. <laughs> the undersea version. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. You were saying triangle head sharks. Oh, I was just going to mention that out out my window for the past, I would say, thirty minutes. I've been watching people try and move a uh, a chest of drawers where <laughs> first they couldn't fit it into this car, so they've got it on the roof and they're securing it with those like bungee cords. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is definitely as soon as they start driving is going to slide off the back. <laughs> like oh, there's no. no way this is going to stay on at all. They're in like I've. I, I've been watching them like have conversations and like try and convince themselves that this isn't a stupid idea. <laughs> um, sorry, it's just uh, sounds like a very New York pastime. More yeah, more I've... updates as we get them. <laughs> <laughs> one time, uh, my mom and this is in high school. My mom and I went to Pier One and bought a Papasan chair. And um, I love that word. Right, yeah. that whole sentence was just felt really nice to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then afterwards, we're like, uh, it's like okay. And we, you know, had our, like, uh, Nissan Taurus that we were going to get at home in. And so we just went, okay, we're going to put the uh, the seat part in the back seat. And then we're going to tie the dome to the roof. So, like, the, the, the bottom part and the cushion were in the back seat. And then the, the dome bit was tied to the roof. And then it was like, well, we're hungry. Let's stop by this Thai restaurant and have dinner. And uh, we would have lunch and... When we were just like, can we be seated uh, near a window so we can keep an eye on our, our car out there that has a, a, a bamboo um, dome on it? And the lady was like, all right. <laughs> and then she was wearing a hair ornament that looked uh, over her bun that looked exactly like the frame of the Papasan chair. Because you were in Silent Hill. <laughs> So I I actually think one of the things that like just from watching other people play Silent Hill in college is like a big part of the fear came from being confined essentially. Not, I mean, well you it's not like a claustrophobic. Oh yeah, yeah, thing. but like that like you reached a point where you could not go through. Like things would not attack you. They were just making sure you weren't you just weren't going through sections. Yeah, you're like it, yeah, like things will will you know block your advance, and you're you're just not in control. You're not in control of of your of your situation. You're not in control of your environment. You're not in control of where you can go or what you can do. It's and that's that's automatically scary. Yeah, guys, Am the car's right? driving off. Hold on. <gasps> <laughs> oh. So so one live. person is driving the car and two people are walking on the sidewalk like watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if this is like a Craigslist situation. I'm gonna assume. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a mother is helping her son and his girlfriend move is what mm. Or maybe the chest of drawers is just it's got its entourage. It's that important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a very important shift robe. <laughs> God. There's another VI, it's a VIC. 
Papa's okay. on shift robe. They literally, the car just did a Yui, so now it's right outside of my apartment. I don't know if maybe they were just moving across the street and they just wanted to, to <laughs> move it on a car. We got these bungee cords, guys. We need to use them for something. <laughs> it's a rehearsal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's enough New York chat. We've actually New been York? good at not doing a lot of New York chat, except for apartment buildings. Um, yeah. Well, we haven't compl- we haven't complained about some element of is that is that your dog? Is that your That's, dog? That is that is Deanie. That is she is she's scratching. Oh. Her ear. She woke up. She's scratching her ear. Hi, Deanie. Mark, comes. there's a dog. Aren't you excited? I am very excited. What kind I, of dog do you have? Oh, uh, we've got two mutts. Uh, All right, guys. You you guys have you guys have dog chat. I need to. Pee. We have large dogs. We have a very. This is Deanie is accompanying me right now. She's a German Shepherd mutt. Ooh. And she's large. I can let me see if I can get her to talk. Deanie, Deanie, where's the squirrel? Deanie, where's the kitty? No, she's she's still too logy from her nap. She's just grunting. <laughs> My dog only makes sounds. She only goes like <laughs> when we're like getting ready to walk her, but we're not getting ready fast enough. <laughs> and she starts. She'll like come up behind me and start like headbutting me in the back of the knee. Just like, dude, come on, let's let's get this in motion. Uh, I have a I have a pit bull chow like mutt. She's she's all right. <laughs> How big is she? She's you know she's surprising. She it's 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 like she looks bigger than she is. She's actually like a medium small dog. Uh-huh. Um, but she like too. If you're just looking at her, she seems a bit larger. I guess I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, um, yeah. She's around forty pounds, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, but mutts they have hybrid vigor. Yes. My although my dog currently has she gets these like uh, I don't think she's got great paw hygiene <laughs> and I think this happened before where she'd stepped on something and gotten like a little cut on her paw and it got infected and like swole Aww. up with like pus and stuff and we took her to the vet because we were you know anytime there's a big lump you want to yeah. have it looked at and biopsied and everything um and they were like going to biopsy and they 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 pricked it with the needle and it just exploded um, yeah it was um so they were like probably was not like uh like a cancer or anything probably just a big boil um oh good i came back yeah <laughs> you came but, back in time for dog sis chat yeah yeah <laughs> but mm. uh dogs so i just yeah. i realized today and so I've lived in this apartment for two and a half years, and this might be an influence of Silent Hill. I only realized today that my toilet has on it its um its fluid capacity. It says that it, c- it can hold uh, one and a half gallons or six liters. Hmm. It says that on the back of it, and I was just like, huh. huh. Good to <laughs> know. I'm like, yeah, I uh, I guess when I'm making... um Toilet wine? Oh, what's it called? Pruno. Yeah, toilet yeah, wine. Yeah, yeah. Prison wine? Yeah. Oh, I can't. The thing is, I can't make toilet wine because my toilet doesn't have a tank. I have like, like a institutional toilet, like yeah, the handle that flush. Oh, so the so the 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 tank capacity is like the actual bowl of the toilet capacity. Oh yeah, I guess that's why. Um, solving toilet mysteries <laughs> on I haven't seen that. Pouring Sailor Jerry. Into my diet, green tea, ginger ale. There's a lot of flavors going on there. I know. I recently <laughs> got into like um, into rum and tonic. Ooh, it's huh. surprisingly good. What kind of rum? Uh, I just had some. I've got some like New England distilling something rum lying around. 
Like I, light rum, dark rum. Uh, it's a lighter rum, but darker rums apparently work better. It's just I I went on like a rum buying spree last year. Rum springa, um, as you do. Yeah, it was my rum springa, and now I'm not allowed to buy any <laughs> more rums until I finish these. <laughs> this is the part where I point to the pillow on my couch that says "She who must be obeyed." <laughs> Wireless uh, catalog jokes. <laughs> I was like, God, I was just about to say, oh, what, what's that fucking catalog? <laughs> we think it was the wireless catalog. But the but thing we... is, there were a couple of catalogs that yeah. all had She You Must Be Obeyed. Uh, I'm looking at, uh, on my coffee table right now, is a, an issue of the, the Pyramid ca- Collection catalog, which is brilliant. Is that that new age thingy you were scanning and putting on Twitter the other yeah. day? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Ah. And I, I like, I, I, I subscribed or I, I requested it with the intention of making fun of it on the internet. But then I got it and I was like, I don't want to be mean, too mean spirited. Cause like, yeah. I don't, I got, I got love in my heart for all the, <laughs> all the, the witches and lesbian ants of the world. Yeah. <laughs> all the, all the, all the Stevie Nicks is out there. And so, I don't, I'm honestly a lot of things I'm like, I would wear that tunic. That's lovely. Yeah. If I, I kind of imagine my own personal fashion going in the like, you know, as I get over 45, over 50, I kind of imagine my personal fashion sense going in that, like, high school art teacher direction. Oh, my God. Yes. The drapey, drapey everything, dangly earrings, crystal you, necklaces or you whatever. You would definitely uh, enjoy the um, the drama teacher in yes. High School Musical. Oh. <laughs> she is she is supremely, like, ideal that. Like, that exact look. It's and like, that's a look. That's it's a, like a reasonable look, though. Like, yeah, that's it's a, look. a very that's distinguished one. look. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a little, it is a little weird if you rock it, but like before the age of forty-five. Yeah, but you know, I would respect like if someone was, if I you know, was hanging out at Union Hall and saw someone roll in in a a full kitted out pentagram, uh, flowy palazzo pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so many palazzo pants in the in the pyramid collection. Well, what's the difference between palazzo pants and culottes? I think culottes are more like shorts. Okay. And palazzo pants go all the way down. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait. So, the... Okay, I'm looking at pictures of culottes right now, and they're very funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything about culottes is funny. The word. Yes. The, everything. Uh, palazzo pants are just basically like elegant jinko jeans. <laughs> That's a phrase I never thought I would hear in my entire life. I never thought I would say. It was Someone crazy. should tell Kevin Smith about that. Oh. oh, wouldn't it be great if Kevin Smith started just wearing only Pyramid Collection clothing? If he just started ro- rocking the Stevie Nicks look. That would be so good for him. So I know he's got a lot of, he's you know, he's got, you know, body image issues and he wants to, you know, he, he tends to want to wear voluminous things, but you know, and when you're a, a a man, you know, your options seem limited. It's like I'll just wear some baggy jorts and some and a and a hockey jersey to Well, here's the thing about being a man is that the oh. ma- <laughs> is that it's very hard and you don't understand. It's that uh the men's dress shirt is essentially a technology that we've been working on for the last two hundred years that like if well cut will make a man of any size look reasonable. Oh yeah, exactly. If you if you get uh, clothes that fit you right with yeah. men's clothes, you look great no matter your size. Yeah. And um, my my brain is still stalled on the mental image of Kevin Smith wearing a really big wide brimmed straw hat. So. <laughs> Oh, sorry! I'm just kinda imagining trying Kevin to get Smith out of that like, gear there. Delia's clothes, like 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 what <laughs> Blossom would wear. 
We used to order clothes from Delia's like high school and freshman year of college. And I had a pair of those like black, like black velvet Mary Jane shoes with like giant chunky three inch high heels. I'm still so down with those. Like I, yeah. I'm like, I try to resist the, the BuzzFeedification 90s nostalgia, but I swear if, if I would be just completely down with any Delia's comeback. It's still around. Oh really? My one of my friends interviewed for a job there, <gasps> uh, and they're apparently they're very big in the concept of Delia as like a as like a person as a like personality that that like customers are interacting with when they I would, get stuff. Oh god, I would love to be like the social media Delia. I would love to. Oh. I mean, they might have an opening. <laughs> my god, um, <laughs> but but yeah, I like baby doll baby doll t shirts and like cargo pants. Oh, give it yep. to me. I just rewatched um fuck, uh Sky High uh like two weekends ago. Right, right. Have you have, have I have I have not seen that. Mark, have you seen that? Uh I have seen like bits and pieces of it. Is Kurt Russell in that? Yes he is. He is the dad. He is the, the superhero dad. Um and uh it's a great movie. That movie is really enjoyable. Um but like it, that movie is from 2005 or so, but everyone in it is dressed like a J.C. Penny catalog from 1998, and it's <laughs> glorious. Like it's the 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 you know t-shirt over long sleeves. Well, it's because everybody is dressed in like a really, um, like they have a, every character has like a color palette because it's very um you know superhero-y. You know the girl who can control plants is all in like greens and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. it's kind of you know she's got her like flowy hippie skirt and a and a choker and and so that's that's something it's like this this movie is giving me 90s fashion nostalgia but it was made only 10 years ago well there's like a time shift thing where i think like a lot of stuff that i visually identify as like being very late 90s is actually like up to like 2006 or so yeah Yeah. did you ever have one of those dresses that had like the bungee clip at the back no yeah i wasn't a big dress person in in high school i will admit I yeah, God, I just remembered. I had like this floral print print dress with this little like bungee cord clip thing that made the waist come in, and you'd clip it on the back, and it had and it came with a black velvet choker, and then you could um put a a papa sun chair. Yep, it was a very <laughs> Next useful to your dress. Yeah, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, fashion isn't as useful these days. Yeah, they don't include giant papa sun chairs anymore. <laughs> Damn it, that um, shit was comfortable too. We had one in our dorm room. That was where I like I did all my video game playing in in my youth was in a in a Papasan chair in my uh it was originally my brother's bedroom but I stole it when he moved <laughs> he went to college because when we moved into into the house we lived in through all of my uh high school era I was like 10 so I, I I picked uh the bed I picked my bedroom and I got to pick uh what I wanted it to look like so it was painted light blue and it had um uh, uh one of the the um, center runners around it that was a uh, wallpaper with cats all over oh. it. It was a very adorable 10-year-old girl bedroom. But then I turned into a surly goth teen oh. and um, moved into my brother's bedroom, which was uh, painted in grays and had a, a, a stolid uh, striped um, wallpaper and did not and also did not face anywhere that got the sun. I put I put black I had uh, blackout shades on the windows and then I closed up the gaps in the blackout shades with electrical tape. <laughs> wow, no light got in. Oh, oh god. 
Man, oh, all my, it's I was never goth myself, but like all my friends in high school were goth, and so I have like very positive memories of that whole thing. Yeah, it's a good time. I did okay. Here's a here's a um. This is I wanted to talk about this. I don't think this is a college guys movie, but thinking about swingers made me think of this. Did you guys ever see the movie Go? I saw it like in two thousand or something. Is that the one where the guy fakes an Irish accent and yeah. Yeah, and seduces those two girls, and yeah, yeah, yeah. he's I, and he's a British guy, movies. yeah. And it's 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 like the nineties, this nineties movie. It's a uh, it's a movie that's all about uh, different people like partying and taking ecstasy and trying to find ecstasy. So it is incredibly nineties. There's raving, and uh, yep. it's got uh, what uh, Scott Wolf. Do you oh, remember God, him I don't know anymore? Yeah. I can actually picture the cover. This is yes, it's very nineties because I can actually picture the cover of the VHS that I yeah. watched. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Jay Moore, it's it's very nineties. And I um that was a movie I, I saw in the theater with my friend Steven. Aww. And um then afterwards we went and hotboxed his car in the parking lot behind my dentist's. Oh <laughs> That's weirdly adorable. Isn't it? <laughs> the nineties. <90s. sighs> Most of my I most of my memories of the nineties were just studying and just god awful anime nerd shit. <laughs> So yeah, I didn't turn into an anime nerd until I was in college. Yeah, uh, yeah, that stayed with me an unfortunately long time. But Mark, I, I know we talk about anime a lot on this <laughs> podcast, but don't do it. Don't get into anime. It's too late for you, dude. I've been watching Dragon Pink all week. Shit! All week in it. Holy shit! You've just been watching uh that one. <laughs> and I think there were like two or three Dragon Pinks, but no, I haven't been watching any anime. That's absurd. <laughs> Legend of the Overfiend. <laughs> wow. Ugh. Um, well, if you watch, well, the, I, I guess the the reason that uh, EK and I are friends is because of Cowboy Bebop. That is, that's probably how we met. I think. Yeah, because you did a lot of uh, cool Cowboy. Oh, it was uh, it was failed at uh, failed a uh, what failed experiments. Yeah, God, yep. that thing's gonna that thing is gonna haunt me for the rest of my life. I swear <laughs> to God. <sighs> oh, we don't have to talk about it. I won't bring it up. Oh God. no, it's not. It's not like a painful anything. It's just. It's kind of weird to think how many people have ended up seeing that thing because. The whole reason I made that was um, uh, I used to do, like, I used to help out with Anime Weekend Atlanta, which was the Atlanta big anime nerd convention. Um, and a lot of my friends were on staff, and their music video contest got really huge and unmanageable in size in terms of how many submissions they got. And um, one year they were just like, okay, we got to pre screen everything before we show it at the convention. So we've got to watch like seven straight hours. Of music oh, videos to make sure what we can screen. Now, Mark, yeah, was, have, have, what is your experience in watching anime music videos? Okay, is it fan edits of... Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we watched like seven straight hours of these, and by like hour three, we were just like, oh God, make it stop. <laughs> and, and they were still, oh, this, you know, a lot of them were good. It was just like, I can't do this anymore. This was back in the day when it was hard. Yeah, and you had to use like, you know, VHS decks. This is just when people first started using Premiere. And uh, like, I there was one year I couldn't be there with them to help, you know, help them marathon through that judging session the night before. So I made that video like as a joke for these for these guys that were my friends for them to watch just for the hell of it. And the next thing I know, like people actually liked it. It was pretty. It was the, the video equivalent. Failed of, like, experiments in video editing. Uh, it was the video equivalent of like spending eight hours on a painting and nobody pays attention to that, and everybody likes the fifteen second doodle that you do. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a my my claim to fame on the internet for a while was um I in in one like crazed eight hour eight or nine hour spurt 
I wrote, this was like straight up 10 years ago, I wrote uh, the lie subtitles, which are my fake subtitles to Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. Oh, wow. The, the film, the uh, computer animated film that came out. Because it was, it was, it came out, and I downloaded it on the torrents, and um, it came with a subtitle file, and I opened up, and I was like, oh, this subtitle file is just a text file that I can load oh. that loads into my um, uh, uh, whatever you're using to watch. like VLC, and yeah. I was like, so I can I can edit this, <laughs> so I rewrote the entire movie. Oh well, and I rewatch I rewatched it again recently, and like, there's some jokes I would change. There's some things like I'm just like, oh, that's. I wouldn't make that joke now. That's kind of offensive. That's dumb. I don't feel, but I'm like, I still stand by it. It's still pretty funny. And it's definitely better than the actual script. (laughs) That was something that was like, I was writing it when I was writing it. Um, which again, all in one spurt. I I was like, I was like, okay, now I can't just lean on gay jokes. That's too easy. Especially (laughs) when it comes to final fantasy boys. It's just too easy. There's a lot of Aquid references. And I had this, I ended up with this running, because that was around the time I just started reading Aquid. And there was a, I had a running thread in it that just started early that uh, it started with, with a Pulp Fiction reference, like making one of the characters like do the Royale with cheese bit. And I just turned it into bringing back, um, that I guess my, uh, my, my plot thread was that Kadaj was possessed by the spirit of Samuel L. Jackson. So it's like a bit late in, in the late where he just quotes some Samuel L. Jackson movie that I that I, I don't think anyone has, has ever caught the reference when he's just like talking about choppers. That this is it's just a, that's a Samuel L. Jackson quote from I don't even remember what movie. You can and you can still download those subtitles, although I can't. Um, like you have to find a torrent of the the Japanese movie that doesn't have subtitles on it, and then you have to do all this and that. It's still out there. Google lie Whitney's lie subtitles. You'll find that is, it. That is also around. something I have not seen is the Advent Children. Although I did see the the first Final Fantasy CGI movie <gasps> when that came so out. Bad. Oh no! Oh man, it was so weird. We went to see it. We got free tickets somehow for like a premiere showing. Uh, and Brett and I went. And we're like, yeah, Final Fantasy, woo! And we're there with like all these other Final Fantasy nerds. We're all so excited. And everybody's in the theater, and the guy comes out and says, hey, we're premiering this. Thank you for coming to the premiere. Who likes Final Fantasy? And everybody in the audience is like, yeah, woo! And the contrast between that moment and when everybody was walking uh. out of the theater was, it was... Oh, oh, is that... Sorry, the, is that a guy with throw? a big dick just drove by. Oh, okay. I oh, thought that was so somebody like, escorting that chest of drawers. Just, just dragging <laughs> drawers behind him down the street. <laughs> Loaded. <Sparks> flying off. <laughs> Yeah, the, the just the contrast between those the audience mood, the spirits within. <laughs> Woo, that was incredible. Did you have you have, Mark? Have you seen that? I have not seen that. I that think is... you should <laughs> remain not seeing that. Ooh, it might be. Honestly, I might like attempt to see that again. Oh, that that I just I actually um I I have only I only saw it once, and I saw it in the theater with my brother, and we went and we were like, oh, afterwards we're like that was not good, yeah. um, but. I took a history of animation class in college and we, we watched a bit of that. And it was like specifically the kissing scene, which is <laughs> the most, I'm like, the uncanniest of uncanny valleys. Yeah. Oh, it's like, oh God, these two corpses are floating and they're kissing and it's the worst. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and nobody the- ever opens their mouth all the way. Oh, it's, it's, uh... it's, it, was, it was not ready for that. <laughs> And I, one of the weirdest things is that uh, Steve Buscemi is, he does a voice, but he's playing like a super handsome character. Yeah, all so the guys look the same, too. Oh, yeah. Isn't, I, I, I keep thinking that Ben Affleck was in it, but I think just everyone looked like Ben Affleck. Yeah. 
I don't remember the plot at all. I forgot that Steve Buscemi was in that thing. Oh, man. I remember it very vividly because I'm like, that's Steve Buscemi's voice. I wonder His if they weird actually weasel got voice. Steve Buscemi to record it. Or... No, no, yeah, it's no, it was him. Yeah. Oh, what do you what do you mean? Oh, no, inter- uh, reptiloids. No, like, in terms oh. of, I remember when that movie came out, I was reading an article that was just basically like, you can now have, like, if you actually make a CGI movie, you could just get people to do imitations of the actor that you're doing, and they were wondering about the legal feasibility there. But it turns out nobody wanted to see that sort of thing, so they didn't do that. I mean, and, yeah, and that's like, and I, I mean, I guess, I mean, well, there's the difference between, like, claiming that this is someone and then like all the impressions that have been on the Simpsons for years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I was, I was watching a Futurama uh, recently. Cause that's like, that's my, uh, I'm going to go to, I, I basically pay $8 a month for Netflix to fall asleep watching Futurama and occasionally watch a movie. Um, and I was watching one of the ones that starts out with them at a Beastie Boys concert. And I got so incredibly sad. Oh. I was like, Oh no. And Speaking of, Oh, go ahead. Don't, no, no, I, I, I got. I was just gonna moan about how sad oh. I was. <laughs> well, speaking of Netflix stuff, I'm, I'm uh, wrapping because I'm a completist. I'm like wrapping up Star Trek Enterprise in my quest to watch all of the Star Treks. But I'm very pleased that uh, that Mark you, that you've been watching DS9. Yeah, <laughs> and I've very much been enjoying your Twitter recaps of that. Yeah, you watched some good ones last night. Yeah, yeah, it was across the board good ones. I mean, I still have. Oh, you I skipped Malora. Have... So. Yeah, I did skip Malora. Um, I Which if you ever have... want to go back and see like literally one of the worst Star Trek episodes ever made, then you you check that one out. It was like literally, uh, yeah. Um, I I I still have Ferengi feels. Um, <laughs> just because like like I okay, so like the, something that I'm really interested in is like shipping logistics. Which sounds extremely boring and sad, but like I'm always really interested in trade and how like oh I was oh sh- that shipping okay. <laughs> oh I yeah like, I bet, yeah I bet sorry guys. The same thing. <laughs> um you guys are like no that's that's fine uh, yeah um, shipping uh, that's all I think about but like like inter slurim shipping logistics rule everything around me. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, the fact that Quirk is not a good negotiator, and everyone constantly talks about how good Ferengis are at negotiation, and they're terrible at negotiation. Like, everybody's better. Wesley is better than the Ferengis <laughs> at negotiation. Um, and it, it actually... It, today, I was actually the closest I've ever been to starting to write fan fiction. <laughs> because I was just like, god damn it. We need to have some capable Ferengis in here. It's It's true. Or maybe, or maybe just like it's only the schmucks who leave the planet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's also <laughs> just like they—they they, nobody's ever. There's never been an examination of of like what exposure to post scarcity economies has done to the Ferengi. Yeah, like how? Because I, I mean, no one's ever said that you can't replicate latinum that that's like a that that's like a physical fact in their universe that latinum is like the thing that you can't replicate but i'm assuming that must be true yeah that's something i think is true and i'm not i'm i'm going to respect all of us and not check memory alpha <laughs> <laughs> but like it's just one of those weird things that like if you have replicators that can make stuff and everybody has 
Like, it seems like replicators aren't that expensive, and they're just lying around. You don't really need to be, like, trying so hard, guys. Yeah, uh, yeah anyway. Star Trek never really it put never really put as much um, attention into replicators and what they <laughs> could do for my tastes. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, but... Yeah. I always wondered about the dishes. Who does the dishes? Well, I mean, like, what do you do? He's like, tea Earl Grey hot, and then he gets a cup. What happens? I guess I think uh, the answer is he puts the cup back in the replicator, and it, you know, eats the atoms. He just gives the cup to O'Brien. <laughs> like, deal with this shit. It's, it's just funny. I think the reason why is that, like, it bothers me so much is that, like, there's a ton of Quark-centric episodes. Yeah. And it's like, but Quark is not really good at anything. He's not. <laughs> like, he's he's... He's not great at running a gambling establishment. He's not fantastic at crime. Um, and yet the Nagus loves this guy. He's a snappy dresser, though. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any episodes where he interacts with Garrick? Because, like, clearly that's where he's getting yeah. all of his clothes. Anyway, sorry, guys. That was a... You can edit the last, like, 30 minutes of me <laughs> just being like, here's some feelings I've got about the Ferengi. That's why people come to this podcast, Mark. <laughs> like, uh, so many people I know on Twitter are watching Deep Space Nine and tweeting about Deep Space Nine. <laughs> Actually, I think uh, my friend uh, Michael, who's um, uh, funny animal book on Twitter, was oh, tweeting yeah. some stuff about, oh. about Ferengi. Um, it, was, it was actually funny. I didn't... The, Last night, I was hesitant to start watching Deep Space Nine because I was worried that I was going to step on your audience for Silent Hill 4. Well, Mark, um, we, we know that I have a lot more followers. Yeah, than, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I crested 900. Got that Benson bump again. Benson bump. Oh, Benson bump? Uh, Scott, Scott Benson, uh, Bob's uh, fall. Every t- I, I swear to I my last, like, three or four hundred followers have come from him retweeting me. Wow. So uh, I think followers are worth about two cents a piece. So whenever we meet in person, I will give him six dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. And a hug. Um. Oh, well, uh, actually, speaking of hugs, this is a, uh, um, a very um, uh, location and time sensitive thing I'm going to mention. It will be no longer relevant in, like, two days. But on Tuesday, on an uh, the Hug Station is going to exist starting at 3 p.m. Uh, on the south side of Union Square in um, in New York City, across from the uh, Forever 21, where uh, uh, rapper and writer and uh, just general genius Jean Grey is going to be giving hugs, and other people are going to be giving hugs, and it's going to be uh, a... Because we all need a fucking hug right now. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it to that, and I'm I'm sad. So, but if anybody who is in the New York area can make it, it's like 3 p.m. until her arms wear out. Aww. Go there and and get hugs. Give hugs. There's gonna be a hug menu, freestyle. I think someone's bringing a massage chair. Go wow. and get a fucking hug at the hug station uh, in South Side of Union Square on the 19th, starting at three. Sounds uh sounds good for yeah. Yeah. She is super, and I I have hugged I have hugged Jean on uh, at least two, possibly up to four occasions. <laughs> sometimes there was Malort involved, and Did I maybe you forget don't. to check that in on the hug app. Well, no, sometimes sometimes we were, hug drinking, square. we were drinking Malort. Oh, Hug Square. Oh, there you go. One time I had an idea for an app that was um just like kind of like a dog spotter app, where it'd be <laughs> like, well, it was just basically I was like I was outdoors in New York, and I just and and in, you know that's one of the nice things about when it's um beautiful weather 
in the cities, people, well, once winter recedes, uh, people start walking their dogs and you get to see all the cute dogs. Yeah. And I just wish there were like, like sort of like a Shazam for dogs or like a, <laughs> a four square for I saw this dog. You know, 13 <laughs> golden retrievers. You've achieved, you've unlocked your 15th golden retriever star. Yeah, you like get a good, yeah, exactly. Get a yeah. butt badge or, you know, I saw an, I saw an undocked Great Dane. Oh. He hit me in his face with his tail. Oh. <laughs> it was like a furry arm waving around. Whap, 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 whap. It's like an antenna with anger. Uh, I have to, one of my, one of my favorite moments, I've only been to New York City once, and it was for New York Comic Con, but we took a couple of extra days. You need to come back sometime. Oh, yeah. And Brett and I were like, okay, we're gonna go see this museum, and we're gonna do this and that and the other thing, and we, but first stop, Central Park, and we got to Central Park, and it was 72 degrees and clear and breezy. Oh, uh, New York Comic Con, October? Yeah, right after oh. Comic Con. And I was like, like, October is, I think, the ideal month to be in New York. Yeah. And so we we're just like, we like walked through the park and then sat down on this little grassy hill. And this dog, this big Bernese mountain dog came up to us. Oh, and uh, his name was Victor. And he belonged oh. to this tiny old Russian lady. And she kept going, Victor, no, Victor, Victor. And, and he was like coming up and giving us slobbery kisses. Oh. They're like, let's just lie on this hill and stare up at the sky and fuck the museums. We'll just, this is what we're going to do today. And it was fantastic. That's pretty good. Yeah. I had a lovely time visiting Brooklyn as well. Hooray! Yay! (laughs) And you can come back to New York and and visit Brooklyn. And we'll go to that bar I've mentioned like three times. Yes, I would very much like that. There's bocce there. Really? Yeah, there's bocce uh, lanes in the bar. You know, the only thing I know about bocce, all I know about bocce, I learned from watching The Cosby Show. <laughs> I did huh. not know there was bocce on The Cosby Show. The only thing I remember about The Cosby Show, the only episode I super remember is the one where uh, all the men were having dreams about giving birth. Oh, and the hoagie? Like, so, yeah, someone gives birth to a like a model ship, someone gives birth to a six-foot party sub. And That's I tried one of the ones that Bill Cosby directed, and it was terrible. <laughs> well, that, and that was like I was trying to tell a, a youth, a younger person, um, about this episode, and they did not believe me. They thought I was making it up. They thought I yeah. was. Oh, I, was I remember say, when I was that was aired, though, and I was but like, I think I think punking is now a super outdated reference. Trolling. Mm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the main one. Oh, well, whatever. Oh. I'm old. Oh, somebody just came to the door. Oh. Who's, who's here? It's the purge. Somebody came to our house. A lady is at our house. What does she want? Does she have a chiffon robe? We brought this for you. <laughs> it's obviously a friend, but I'm not sure who. Anyway. You're busy. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, well, I was somewhere before the Cosby show. How did I get there? Yeah, uh, uh, Bocce. Bocce, yeah. yes. Yeah, I don't think I'm really playing Bocce right, but the first time I ever played it, it turns out I'm like just naturally good at it. <laughs> I like I had uh it's how I made friends with uh, a couple of lovely people like uh Stacy Molsky. And Oh, I uh, see. I was I was hoping that like you were wearing one of those like flat newsy caps and were hanging out with elderly Italian men. I <laughs> No, it was in a it was in a bar and park. Been shattered. I got a I got a friend who's in the the bocce league that there's a league night and uh she's been doing it for like 5 or 6 years and there's been some times when I've been at Union Hall for my secret society, and I've been like, oh, hey, you're also here for your uh, not-secret like, society. Don't talk to me while I'm here for I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be in the basement for about two hours, and then when I'm done, if you're still here, we can chat. 
<laughs> but yeah, bocce. It's uh, pretty fun, especially if you don't know the rules. <laughs> so it's essentially Calvin Ball, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah. I was like, uh, have you ever played, um, what's your, what, uh, what, um, Mark is not quite in his 30s, but you're getting there. But once you're in your 30s, it's definitely time for, it's definitely, it, that's definitely when it starts to be, um, we're going to play board games now. We're going to play grown-up board games. We've talked about this before. That's, I believe that's how the original Gary conversation came up. Um, but the game Pandemic, has anyone ever played that? I have not played that. I have not played that. It's really fun. Because uh, it's a it's a game where you're you know playing like uh you, you and your friends are the like the team who's trying to stop a disease from killing everyone in the world, mm-hmm. and um, I've played it a couple times and I think and like the first time I played it you know we were kind of playing it by nerfed rules and then you know more times we played it it's just I I think I've never played it by the absolute correct rules, but uh, <laughs> when I was in um when I was in L A in March my my friends pulled it out and I was. Uh, not I was uh I think I had been up for like I, I was jet lagged and insane and on three hours sleep and full of gin and I That's made great. up I made up great rules for pandemic <laughs> <laughs> they can never be um recreated but we had a fun time is that the one I think I have heard of that is that the one where sometimes you can play it as if you're trying to get the disease to take over as quickly as possible I don't know I don't think so okay well, it's, it's, I mean, every, everyone is. Know? Everyone draws a card and you get assigned a role. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like the the best one is the quarantine specialist because you know she's she's a cool looking lady and you like you go when you're in a city, um, like your city can't be um, infected and then uh, everything that you're adjacent to can't be have like the uh, disease level raised. So, and and every time she goes somewhere, she cures something. And so everyone has like a different. Uh, role the, uh, like a like a special ability they can do. So it's a lot of it's one of those very cooperative board games. And I played it with uh, some of my friends when they came to visit me. It was super fun. That sounds like fun. Yeah. yeah. There's actually uh, hopefully you come and visit Austin someday because walking distance from our house there is actually a pub, a board game specific pub, and they also do D and D. So it's it's pretty great. There's like all sorts of board games there, and also the local comic shop is ridiculously huge and they have grown up board games every night and i think they do pandemic there actually all right guys i uh my um uh, my role-playing group which is um run by a guy i work with um and he and we 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 do fate we use the fate system mm-hmm. and um his his game it's uh his setting is it's like uh restoration england only there's like demons and ghosts and stuff mm-hmm. and uh, i've decided i'm gonna play a new character in it and uh, my idea is I want to be like a, a kind of a resurrection man, kind of like a, a grave digging doctor. Right, right. That like uh, is uh, is uh, digging up corpses to find out more about anatomy. So uh, I'm, I'm uh, that's if anybody, if anybody, and, and I've decided that she needs to be a it needs to be a lady doctor, mm-hmm. and I want her to be like a big Brienne of Tarth kind of woman. Sweet. <laughs> is she gonna wear like one of those plague masks? Maybe I don't. I don't know. I guess I, this is like be the 1600s. It's not really plague yeah, time. Yeah, but I think like historic. She could have like her. She could have great one. great grandmother's plague mask. <laughs> I think that was the time when girl. doctors would when when they wore like either all red or all black because it didn't show the, the <laughs> all gore. the things they were covered in. So because I was so if there's anything anything fun you can think of that I could throw in with a uh, uh, a grave robbing doctor. <laughs> A six-foot-tall lady grave-robbing doctor in, like, 1620. 
Any ideas? Any ideas, guys? I'm really happy. I don't know. That's kind of played out. (laughs) (laughs) It's super cliche. I know. (laughs) I'm really happy that there's a Wikipedia uh, category for 16th century English medical doctors. I should hope so. That's because I was listening to the uh, the Sawbones podcast, which I've Ah. mentioned a couple times. Um, And I was I'm I'm working through the I missed a uh, couple of I've got a backlog. I listened to their one about vaccines today, and that's and usually they they kind of uh, play it neutral if there's anything that people still do. But on that one, they were like, "No, vaccinate <laughs> your fucking kids, because vaccinate your kids, vaccinate your kids." Um, but they had one about a uh, corpse corpse theft. Huh. Hey, you've, you've read Tale of Two Cities, right? I haven't read that. I haven't oh. read that. Either. Oh. Is, that the, is it the it was the best of times? It was the blurst of times? Yes. <laughs> blurst of times. <laughs> Stupid monkeys. Um the there's a there's a resurrection man in there, but like the way that like no one ever is like he digs up del- dead bodies and sells them to medical students. There's just all these weird references that he's a fisher who only goes fishing at night and his hands are covered in rust. And, like, we read it in high school, and at a certain point, the, the teacher had to be like, oh, he digs up dead bodies. Like, people <laughs> reading at the time would be like, I get it. But there's no there's no way you would ever figure that out. The Gangnam-style yeah, reference at the time. Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is that um, grave robbing was a meme. <laughs> <laughs> and kids today, they don't get it. When you reference it, they're like, Ugh. When you rob graves. Ugh, whatever, old lady. Is someone hitting a bong? I was, uh, well, since I did get a straw for my drink. Because ah. I, I do recommend, this is, okay, this is, a uh, this is, uh, Uncle Wit's tip for August 17th, 2014. Buy straws. Do you, <laughs> do you get those, like, like, paper straws? I do actually have some paper straws, but it's, uh, because they were brought to my house as a, as a, uh, as a hostess gift from my friend Lizzie when I hosted a, a party. And I have them, and uh, they're too nice to use, but I do occasionally use them if the pilot light goes out and <laughs> I need something to relight it. Because <laughs> it's the only thing I have paper, because I'm uh, uh, a, a loser. I, I, I don't have any, like, a notebook or anything. So I'm like, what's paper that I can set on fire and relight <laughs> the pilot light with <laughs> on my that stove? That makes sense. And it's paper straw. But no, just regular uh, plastic bendy straws. Just drink yeah. just drink whatever out of them. It makes life better. It does. That, that does sound like a good idea. It's really nice. It's a nice way to live. You feel a little fancier. I just I just ran out of them at work. Well, especially uh, since I started wearing lipstick no. all the time. Oh, yeah. that makes sense, too. Yeah, but at home as, as well. It's just... Uh, oh, my God. I You mentioned lipstick, and I suddenly remembered the dream I had last night. <laughs> Which is you rec- you recommended me that Stila like stay on forever lipstick. Mm-hmm. I dreamed that I was trying on a bunch of different lipsticks, trying to find a good color for me while sitting in the rubble of a totally destroyed college dorm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was very upset that I didn't have that none of the lipstick shades were working on me. <laughs> and so, because yeah. somewhere in the rubble, someone was watching Swingers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they were. All right, guys. Let's wrap it up. Yep. <laughs> All right, EK. Hey, you got anything to plug? Uh, I just finished a long-running comic called The Less Than Epic Adventures of TJ and Amal. It is at tjandamal.com. I'm also working on some other shit. Um, I'll post about it on Twitter. Username Big Big Truck. And uh, that is, that's about all I got to offer. Uh, 
Where did, where did the name Big... I know, uh, it, I believe a trending hashtag is explain your username. Oh. Where did Big Big Truck come from? It came from being a giant anime nerd. Um, Back in, like, 1990s, when Evangelion first came out, um, hmm. there was this... And this was on the AOL user groups. Mm. Um, uh, there was a question that was, what is your favorite mech in Evangelion? And <laughs> some people were like, oh, I like Unit 1, I like Unit 2. And one person said... I like Ritsuko's big, big truck. <laughs> and Love the phrase it. big, big truck became a running joke. And when it came time for me to buy my own uh, website and start, you know, establishing my portfolio, that came to mind. So, ta-da! <laughs> ta-da. My, uh, the, the web space I have is um, stormsabruin.org. <laughs> nice. Which is a Clone High reference. Aww. I may be blind, but I can see a Storms Bruin. <laughs> And now the AV Club is reviewing Clone High episodes, so check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I, I'm like, you got anything to plug? Nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> we did get it. We did get a, a a call to our voicemail a while ago, but I uh, I was gonna forward it so you could listen to it, but I forgot. So we'll do that next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank uh, you guys for having me. It's been a delight. It's uh, been a delight having you. Super fun. Um, uh, follow Big Big Truck on on Twitter. I am Whitney Arner. Uh, he is Mark Puffham. Um, we are I haven't seen on Twitter. You can uh, the website is I haven't seen that dot com. We are on iTunes. Uh, go, uh, go ahead and leave a review. We've only got two. I would just really be entertained if someone if you read a review, I will goddamn read it on this podcast. Hooray! In a in a voice that in an accent that you declare. I'll do it. I challenge you. I'll do it. Uh, I haven't seen that podcast at gmail.com, and you can call us at 916-542-8368. That's 916-5-haven't. Oh. Um, yeah. Clever. So, uh, great time, everybody. Have good a job. good one. Dabo! 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 your mind. No, perhaps I should say your past. A theme song? Yeah. Okay, let's see here. Because you've actually listened to the show. Yes, I actually, I listen to this show every week because I enjoy it very much. Uh, Let's see. Doot, 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 I haven't seen that. Doot, doot, I haven't seen that one yet. Doot, doot, it's on my Netflix. Doot, doot, but I haven't seen that one yet. Yes. Yeah. I was, I was thinking, I briefly thought about singing that like to the tune of Arms of an Angel by Sarah McLaughlin, but decided against it. <laughs> oh, we just, it just make us sad about animals. <laughs>